Hey everyone, welcome back. Before we get into the stories, I need to give a disclaimer for story number two, as the story mentions murder, and it's very graphic. And I also need to give a warning for sexual assault for story number five, as it's pretty graphic as well. All that being said, if you're all ready, let's go ahead and get into the stories. And remember, to always... Stay hungry. This happened about four years ago, way before COVID and all that. My friend and I had arranged plans for us to watch a movie at a movie theater on a Friday night. I don't really remember what we were watching, but all I know was that the theater was completely empty besides one guy and a few other people. The lights had dimmed for the movie to start, and maybe about 30 minutes in, I had to use the bathroom really bad. I thought that I could hold it, but my body apparently told me otherwise. I told my friend who I'll refer to as Chris that I had to go use the restroom, but to give me a brief summary of what I missed when I came back. I then left the theater into the long, dark, crimson-colored hallway. About halfway to the bathroom, I had noticed someone in my peripheral vision. I looked back for a quick glance, and I realized it was the guy that I'd mentioned earlier. I didn't think much as I assumed he just needed to use the restroom too. I went into a bathroom stall and did my business when I heard a quiet knock at the door to the stall, then another one much louder. Um, someone's in here, I said in a shaky tone. The knock suddenly stopped and the sounds of footsteps filled the air, but it didn't get any quieter. I peered under the stall, and to my surprise, I saw a set of feet in front of it. Um, I can see you, I said. I got really quiet halfway through my sentence that I regretted saying, and I heard an angry grunt. I didn't know what to do. I could now feel sweat in my palms, and I could hear the shakiness of my own breath. I finally built up the courage, though, to open up the door. When I did, I heard the sound of someone's head smacking into the door of the stall. I then ran to the theater, and I told Chris about what happened. We decided to just toughen it out and just try and finish the movie, but I couldn't really enjoy any of it since the man walked back into the theater and was now staring at me. I felt so uneasy, and I had contemplated on just straight up leaving the theater. Maybe 30 minutes later, the credits showed. Chris and I got up and hurried the hell out of there. As I was beginning to describe what had happened more in depth, I saw the same man yet again, this time right next to us, and he was smiling at us. Man, what the hell do you want? I asked, no longer afraid at this point. The man then just tilted his ugly head back and started to chuckle loudly. By this time, people had started to pass us and hurried out of there due to the laughter. Chris and I just speed walked while I kept looking back at the man. He had then actually followed us out into the parking lot. I turned around to find the keys in my pocket. What happened next actually felt like a dream. I then got punched really hard in my back. I collapsed to the floor and then got back up. Chris started to tackle the man and then shove his body into the ground. I decided to call 911 at this point 
and I'd explained to the operator everything that happened. It only took about five minutes for the police to arrive, but it felt like an eternity. Apparently, a quick background check revealed what this man was probably going to do to me. This man had a history for robbing people and then badly beating them up. He was then promptly arrested after this. To this day, I don't ever go anywhere without having pepper spray or a pocket knife on me. It might not seem that scary, but when it happens to you, it really feels like the day it happens will be your last on Earth. Thank God that wasn't the case, though. Before I narrate this story, I need you all to know this first. The story is allegedly from a survivor of the July 20th, 2012 mass shooting that happened in Aurora, Colorado, during the midnight screening of the film The Dark Knight Rises. I know you've all heard of it. I need to mention that I do not know for sure if this story is 100% true or not, as the person who sent this story didn't include any email or any other sources besides the story itself. So if you don't want to believe it, I completely understand. However, this event really did happen, and so many people died this day. So please be respectful in the comments section. Now that all of that's out of the way, let's begin. It was July 20th, 2012, and I still remember every single detail. My little sister and I went to the mall to celebrate her 11th birthday. While we were walking around, she asked if we could go see a movie. Since it was our day celebrating, I eventually gave in. Thankfully, our favorite movie theater was right across the mall parking lot. I texted my mom letting her know that we're going to be home a little bit later tonight. I remember walking into the theater, and I had started to ask her what movie she wanted to see. But she then screamed when she saw the new Batman movie was out. Dark Knight Rises. I guess I didn't really need to finish my question for her. So we got to the ticket booth, and I asked for two tickets to the Dark Knight Rises, and she was jumping up and down with excitement. We went and got our popcorn, and she wanted five different candies, but I couldn't refuse because it was her birthday. We ran down the hallway trying not to miss any of the trailers. I turned off my phone, and the lights then started to dim. My sister and I put our chairs back, and I remember there being a hole in my chair, and I couldn't help but fiddle with the loose leather. The only thing I couldn't tell you is just how long it took me to notice that there was a man in a weird mask standing right in front of the theater. It really gave me a weird feeling, and I told my sister to switch seats with me, since I was much closer to the exit. Then out of nowhere, the guy threw something into the rows of seats, and it started smoking. I started to get very, very nervous, and I grabbed my sister's hand, and I then whispered for her to get onto the floor. She then looked at me like I was crazy, but I yanked on her arm even harder, and then she followed me. The next thing I know, I hear a loud pop, and it didn't stop. I knew what that sound was all too well. My dad had taught me when I was very young about handling guns, and once you hear an automatic gun in close proximity, you never forget it. My sister screamed along with everyone else, and I then started crawling to be on top of her torso. Screams turned to cries that were then muffled by loud gunshots. I saw blood coming down from the level above us, 
and I told my sister to close her eyes. I heard people trying to run away, but he was by the emergency exit, and no one could get past him. It all just felt like forever, and then complete silence. My sister tried to get up, but I put all my weight on her, trying to tell her not to move and to stay quiet. I had heard popcorn being crushed like someone was walking on it, and everything just started to slow down. I could hear my breathing. I could hear my sister sobbing under me. I could even hear the gurgle of people who had been shot. Finally, the footsteps stopped, and I had pinked in between the theater chairs to then see that he was gone. I got off my sister, and I told her to keep her head down, stay close, and don't look anywhere but at my back. We slowly moved down the aisle, and there were bodies everywhere. Some of the people looked at me while we passed. I really wanted to help, but my sister was my number one priority. I let her out of the theater, and then back to the exit. I guess the other people had the same idea, because there were trails of blood everywhere. Once we cleared out of the theater, I then just screamed at her to run. I put her down next to a car in the parking lot and waited. We finally saw blue and red lights, and without warning, I just started sobbing uncontrollably. I remember grabbing my phone out of my pocket and turning it back on. There were two missed calls from my mom. I called her, and all I could get out was please help. We both just waited there watching the police swarm the other side of the building, and I saw my mom's car pull up to where we were at. She got out of the car and then ran to us. She just started screaming over and over, asking if we're hurt. I hadn't really realized it before, but we both had blood on our legs and sides. It was all over us. After what seemed like hours of questioning, we finally got home and it was all over the news. A man proclaiming he was the Joker shooting up the theater. Still to this day, I wonder what would have happened if I didn't turn my phone off and my mom had called in the middle of this. Would he have looked for where it came from? Would he have stayed any longer? All I know for sure is I haven't been able to step my foot back into a theater since, and I honestly don't know if I ever will. If any of you happen to doubt my story, just Google the Aurora, Colorado shooting, and you'll find it. When I was 14, I had gotten invited by a longtime guy friend who we'll call Jay to go to the movies with him and an older friend of his. This is where my mom and I lived. Let's call the older friend Patrick. I had to bring one of my female friends, Sarah, along as well. Jay was 15, Sarah and I 14, and Patrick 18. Now, Patrick and I clicked pretty much immediately. But at the movies that night, our little group left the movie theater in the middle of the movies to go and have a cigarette. Pretty much all of us smoked except for Sarah. We sat outside around the corner so that the adults wouldn't see us. To paint a picture, Sarah and I were sitting cross-legged on the ground, and the two guys were just standing. This shady guy had appeared, and he had asked us for cash, but in a non-threatening tone. We just told him, Sorry bro, but we really don't have any. We're just kids. We used the last of our cash on our movie tickets. The guy then responded back with, 
Oh, okay. Well, do you mind giving me a smoke then? I could really use it. And one of the guys gave him one. We expected this guy to then be on his way after that, but he just kept standing there. There was an awkward silence, and we kind of just looked at him with, um, why are you still here? Kind of looks. Then out of nowhere, the guy drew out a knife, and he told us all to hand over our wallets and purses. The two guys then bolted, and I got up from where I was sitting, going after the guys, thinking that Sarah would do the same. But mid-run, I then realized that she wasn't behind me, and I had turned around to run back to her. When I got back to her, the guy was pinning her against the wall, and I had then shouted at him, storming at him. He then grabbed her back and ran off. I know that this was stupid, but I gave chase, but he ended up jumping a fence at the dead end of the alley. When I turned around, suddenly Patrick was now back in the picture again. He asked me if I was crazy for chasing that guy down on my own, but luckily in the end, no one got hurt, and the thief only ended up getting a hairbrush and a bunch of bank cards that he can't even use. My name is Karen. I'm 40 years old now, and this happened when I was 15, and I can still remember it like it happened yesterday. I was a very petite 15-year-old girl. My boyfriend was about 6 foot, and he made me feel safe. We had decided to go to the movies. Now, our cinemas here have one fat row right down the center, and then skinny rows down either side. I haven't really traveled that much, so I'm not really sure if it's the same everywhere else. Anyway, my boyfriend and I sat in the fat row in the center. I sat one seat from the aisle to my right, with my boyfriend on the left. There were only about six people scattered throughout the whole cinema, everyone giving each other their space, as it was an almost empty room. About 30 to 45 minutes after the movie starts, a man by himself comes in and sits in the same row as us and next to the aisle. So basically he's one seat and an aisle away from me. It really annoyed me at first as I thought to myself, dude, you have the whole theater to choose from. Why do you gotta sit so close to me? But I just kept watching the movie. Then I noticed that he doesn't actually sit there and watch the movie. He puts his arms up and then folds them on the seat in front of him. Then he lays his head on the sides of his arms and just stares at me. I really try not to notice it and just ignore him. I keep watching the movie, but he doesn't look away. I think that this lasts for about five minutes, but I'm not really sure, but it felt like forever. It could have been two or ten. I stopped paying attention to the movie. I then whispered to my boyfriend, Hey, have you seen this dude sitting there staring at me? He then just says, Yeah, why don't you sit on the other side of me? So I get up, and I precisely do that. Now my boyfriend's to my right, and there's two seats in the aisle, then this freaky-ass dude. Now, when I swap seats, I don't look at him. I don't do anything but just stare at the movie. I wait a few minutes, and without looking at my boyfriend or moving my head, I then ask, So, is he still staring at me? And my boyfriend replies, No. As soon as you changed seats, he got up and left. Needless to say, 
I didn't really pay much attention to the rest of the movie. When we left, I was shaking and staring in every corner on the way to our car, expecting to see some kind of lurking shadow. I'm so freaked out and instead of going home, we decided to go to my stepbrothers to get stoned. It had took me about an hour or two to calm down. I just wish I had actually seen his face where I knew who he was, because it's something that's freaked me out for ages. I know this doesn't sound that scary, but I really had no idea what this guy's intentions were. I honestly thought that he was going to try and attack me in the theater, but I'm really glad it didn't go that far. This happened back in April in 2018. I had went to the movie theater all alone for the midnight showing of the Avengers movie, Infinity War. I usually wait until the lobby is completely empty before I buy myself a snack and a drink. As I was filling up my cup at the soda fountain, a man came up beside me and had asked, Hey, are you here for Infinity War? I politely replied with, Yeah, I've been ready to see it for a while. And he just smiled back, saying nothing else. He just stared at me. He then said with a teeth-showing grin, Well... I hope you enjoy the movie, and walked away. Okay, that was fucking weird, I said to myself. It was about 2.30 to 3 a.m. at this point, when I finally got out of the movie theater. I usually go to the restroom until the place empties out. I have severe social anxiety. Well, I always park near the exit of this theater, because the parking is absolutely terrible. It was completely empty when I started walking to my car, and I started hearing a faint whistle in the near distance. The theater in question is right next to about 8 acres of nothing but trees. That's exactly where the whistling was coming from, and my car was parked right next to it. The whistling grew louder as I then got closer to my vehicle. I was on full alert as I got up to my vehicle. Before I could unlock my door, I then hear footsteps and whistling, now right behind me. I turned around as fast as I could, and there he was. It was the man who came up to me before at the soda fountain right before the movie, and he was standing just inches away from me, with the same deranged smile that he had earlier. Now, I'm a 5'3 girl. This man had to be around 6'4 to 6'5, and he was nearly twice my weight. He grabbed me by the hair and then smacked my head right against the driver's side door. That's all I could remember before then waking up. This next part is horrifying. When I woke up, I was in the back seat of my own car with nothing but a pair of socks on. My vision was blurry, but I could barely see that the man was now inside a gas station talking to the cashier. The key was still in the ignition, so I dragged myself to the driver's seat, shifted the vehicle, and got the hell out of there. I must have been driving for around an hour before I finally realized that it was almost 7 a.m. at this point. I drove to my mom's house and I had a complete mental breakdown, telling her everything that happened or what I knew of. She took me to the hospital because without even realizing it, I noticed that I was bleeding from my genital area and I had gashes all over my abdomen and my right eye was completely swollen shut. So as it turns out, the guy had knocked me out 
and then sexually assaulted me in my car. And when I woke up, he was in the gas station, which now led me to where we're at now in the story. I ended up being admitted to the hospital, and they did a bunch of tests on me. A couple of police officers came in and talked to me. I gave them a statement, and I thanked them profusely for trying their best to figure everything out. So as I stated before, all of this happened in April of 2018. It's been years, and I've never heard anything else about what happened, nor has the man been caught. No arrests at all have been made, but two more girls have been sexually assaulted right around that area since. So to that awful, disgusting man who took away my sanity that night and raped me, I really hope you burn in hell. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night, everyone. And remember, to always stay.